I'm sure everyone has weird dreams and maybe some of those repeat themselves every so often. There was one recurring dream that I had for years, although I haven't had it recently, about being a kid and being chased around my parents' yard by their lawnmower. Now, this was not some lawnmower that drove itself. That's straight horror movie B-level territory. My father was driving it. I didn't mow the lawn as a kid. I actually didn't mow the lawn until I had my first house. But it's not like my dad asked me to do it when I was a kid and I refused. He just did it himself. And even if he had asked and I tried to say no, he wouldn't have let that happen. If he said mow the lawn, I would have mowed the darn lawn. And like I said, I do the lawn now, but it's not a big deal. It's a fairly benign home maintenance activity. So for the folks who try to analyze dreams and try to find triggers as to what causes them, go have fun with that one. In another dream that's come up from time to time, I am either playing baseball or I'm playing soccer. And I'm really good. I'm alert. I hustle. I pass intelligently. I'm great at playing defense. But I can't score at all. And this is not a situation where, oh, I'm playing a position where I'm not expected to score or that I score once in a while, but not that often. I am literally physically incapable of scoring. When I have the opportunity to shoot, either at the goal or the basket, my arms and legs do not function properly. Like they're being controlled by a committee that can never agree on what to do. So it just kind of scatters in 97 different directions. And I only have this dream for basketball or soccer. Never, never baseball, which I played from the time I was seven years old through high school. Maybe that's because I was at least competent at baseball. I mean, I was a, a terrible basketball player, even worse than the player in my dream. I didn't really do anything well, but I've never played competitive soccer in my life. I don't know why that sport would come up in these dreams, but it does. And then there's the one that comes along most often, probably three or four times per year. I'm in college and I have a paper due the next day and I haven't started it yet, which may not actually be that strange of a dream. It wasn't something I made a habit of doing myself when I was in school, but I am aware that this is certainly a thing that happens. So it wouldn't be, again, all that unusual to dream about it. But there's also a weirder version of that dream which is that I've signed up for a class and I don't like it, but instead of dropping out early in the semester or the term or whatever, I just stopped going, which is not an intelligent thing to do, but maybe people do that. And if they get their F, they get their F. But in this dream, not only do I not go to class, I've lost all the course materials and I've also lost all my memories of that class other than a vague awareness that I'm supposed to be somewhere and doing something. 
And this is the dream that when I have it, it weirds me out the most. Either version of the dream. The simple one of having to do my paper in less than 24 hours or this mysterious world where I don't remember the class I'm supposed to be in. Because that feels the most real. When I have it, I literally have to snap myself out of it and tell myself that I finished my master's degree almost 25 years ago. I do not have classes anymore. I do not have assignments anymore. So I had another weird dream the other night, but this one was a new one, really new. I was in a grocery store, and just to start, I have no idea why I'm in a grocery store in a dream. I mean, sure, I was just in one and wrote about it on my blog, billswritingplace.wordpress.com. It's where the oyster crackers and shaving cream reference comes from. But it's not like I dream about everything I do in life in the previous day or days before, or else the hours I sleep would just be a long hellscape of reliving my entire life on the back of my eyelids. So anyway, I'm in the grocery store, and I've got my basket of items, and the store's crowded, and people are buzzing to and fro. And it's then that I realized that no one there is wearing a mask, including me. Now, this could have been a good dream. If in the dream, COVID was over, although, to be honest, if I have a dream about COVID being over, and we can live our lives safely and free of restrictions, hopefully I'm not at the grocery store. Hopefully I'm at a baseball game or in New York City or some European country or really doing a lot of different things, not in a grocery store. But nope, in this dream, COVID is still real, still a thing. And when I realized that neither I nor anybody else in the store had a mask, I reached into my pocket to grab mine because that's where I keep it when I carry it, but I'm not wearing it. And it's not there. And so I start to panic. And just to try to do something, I try to pull my sweatshirt, the top of my sweatshirt across my mouth and my nose, but it won't stay in place. It keeps slipping down. I pull it up, it slips down. I pull it up, it slips down. And then I don't know how the dream ended because I started to wake up. When I woke up, I had an email from JetBlue saying to dig out the suitcase because they have low fares from Boston and this is a great chance to fly somewhere cheap. You know, JetBlue, I'm sorry. I understand what you're trying to do. It's what you feel you have to do, but nope, not now. Maybe someday. Hopefully someday. It's also, we're in a situation where COVID cases are starting to tick up in a lot of places, including here in Massachusetts where I live. And the, the state had been doing pretty well after it had a, a bad start. But like I said, the numbers are starting to climb again, although the town where I live isn't doing too badly. And looking ahead to the future, to be honest, who knows? I, I saw a piece the other day by Nick Stellini of uh, whereweare.substack.com. I'll, I'll link to it or try to link to it. And he was writing about the fall, which was his, his favorite season. 
and the whole piece is good, but there were two sections in, in particular that stood out to me. We still have the chance to congregate together while there's still a bit of warmth to be had. But at some point, it's simply going to become too cold to comfortably sit down for outdoor dining at a restaurant or to meet up at the park. It's going to be too cold to get together for drinks at night in someone's yard. We'll button up our coats and put on our scarves to try to extend our human connections. It will have to stop at some point, or at the very least, be reduced to protracted outings that last as long as we can bear to be out in the cold. It will snow. It will get too brisk. I am dreading that day. It is particularly cruel that these last few weeks of togetherness will be occurring right when we as a people typically come together the most. We're coming up on a string of holidays from Thanksgiving through the New Year that all serve as celebrations of family and love. These special days typically serve as places of safe refuge from whatever outside stressors may be weighing on us. Even Halloween is an exciting day of good-natured spooky fun. But something about going door-to-door during a pandemic feels deeply wrong. Maybe you've been seeing your extended family during all of this. Perhaps you haven't. It depends on everyone's comfort level and how safe everyone's been. I know that my family hasn't gotten together nearly as often, and when we have, it's almost entirely been outdoors. I don't know how we're going to handle the holidays. I can't say the idea of spending hours and hours together indoors is particularly enticing. The CDC agrees. It's stuff like this that is enough to make you wish you had stayed in bed, because who knows? Maybe the dreams will be better. So this brings us to the end of this week's tale. If you want to hear any of the other installments, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Overcast. And I also post all these on my blog, which is billswritingplace.wordpress.com. And if you want to see what else I'm up to, you can check out the blog. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at at a underscore silly underscore place. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again next week.